Hey everyone, before we start the podcast, we want to let you know that we have a kindest memo to share towards the end of this episode. We'll be featuring another sincerely human listener who's doing something really inspiring and special in her community. So please stay tuned and find out how you can be on one of our next episodes. Now the world is woke and I'm happy, but it's time that we don't bifurcate social entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs. Right? It's good to have these labels, but what's more important are quotas. You know, maybe even putting pressure on people that don't have CSR as a core component to their business. Not to shame, because I actually think optimism is a better path forward than, yes. than cynicism, but how do we not feel like outsiders with purpose-driven concepts for companies? How do we reallocate financing so that the money goes to social entrepreneurs first? And these are the things that I think about now. Some of us wake up going about our lives. We rush to work in the morning. We push ourselves day in and day out until that paycheck finally hits our bank account. We sleep. Or not. The next day we wake up and do it all over again. But there are days when you probably stop and think, is there a better way to live my life? And if there was, how can I help others do the same? This is the story of Soraya Durabi, startup visionary, an old soul, and today, an investor in purposeful brands built for the future. This is Camille. And this is Maverick. And this is Sincerely Human, a show about humans you should know and their stories of spreading positivity and doing good in the modern age. For Soraya Durabi, general partner and founder of Trail Mix Ventures, it starts with a mission to live with purpose and care. And her path, a terrain filled with startups focused on the future of living well. Soraya takes her wealth of experience, intellect, and most especially, her time to propel entrepreneurs who have a social purpose and making sure that somehow, in some way, we leave this world better than we found it. The era of corporate social responsibility is sort of falling way to an emerging era of benefit corps. So you really can't pretend like you're doing something ethical if the core of your business isn't. Unfortunately, the brands that are um, historically sort of titans of industry. Soraya's childhood showed the makings of a woman who relished in ingenuity and fresh ideas. She was born in Harlem in New York City. Her mother worked as a professor at Columbia University where she met Soraya's father, a poet and a philosopher. Soraya grew up in what her grandfather would call a minced meat cultural pie. Her dad was 100% Persian and her mother was part Irish, German, and Hungarian. During the parties they hosted in their apartment in New York, Soraya would always sit with the adults 
And my uncle used to say, Soraya, you're 10 going on 40. When Soraya's parents got divorced, her father moved back to Iran. Her family relocated first to State College in Pennsylvania, and years later to the suburbs in Minnesota. It was there in the Twin Cities where Soraya started a club in high school called Human Rights Advocates, or as she calls it, HRA. I do think that the things that we're interested in from young ages do trickle into our adult lives pretty profoundly. And I remember the very first sort of quote unquote campaign that we put together for this club HRA when we were younger was asking our fellow high school classmates to tear out the labels in their branding clothing that they bought from the Mall of America or whichever mall. Malls are very big in Minnesota. J. Crew labels, Gap labels, in solidarity with the workers who made those clothings abroad for unfair wages. Soraya's inspiration for the campaign? a New York Times op-ed by Nicholas Kristof, which reported how U.S. clothing brands perpetuated slave-like working conditions in Central America. At a young age, it was clear that Soraya's interests were well beyond her years. And as she grew older, and before she managed digital partnerships and social media at the New York Times, Soraya acquired a different skill set, one that would also prepare her for the life of an entrepreneur years later. I think while a student, whether it's high school or college, uh, everybody should have some blue-collar job in their life that humbles them and, and prepares them for what the world is really like. Whether it's washing dishes or folding clothing, being a barista, being a hotel maid, uh, being a waitress, any kind of service industry job. I've had all of those jobs except the house cleaning one. I really think it's crucial to know what it's like to service other people in a way that might be either humbling, embarrassing in some senses, and gratifying when you service people well. Humility, an admirable work ethic, and a deep curiosity to build products and share them to the world. It was this combination that enabled Soraya to build successful brands. She was behind two remarkable ventures. There's food spotting, a visual geolocal guide app which was acquired by OpenTable in 2013, and Zadie, an eco-conscious company described as the Whole Foods of Fashion. I wish that somebody had given me exposure to the fact that you could do this when I was in middle school, but it took me until age 21 to see this in real life. And so something I'm very passionate about now is finding ways to educate, especially school girls, um, but school children, on the power and potential of entrepreneurship, because I think if we're inspired at a young age, this concept seems entirely feasible. It, you spend a few years adjusting to the idea that that could be you. And especially as we have diverse role models who are entrepreneurs now, women on top of the world, little girls in the future can, can look up to those role models and say, hey, they look like me. The company Soraya co-founded earned recognition and support from consumers and leaders in business. This brought accolades to Soraya's already stellar resume, accolades like Inc.'s 30 Under 30 and Fast Company's Most Creative People. I was at a conference and a respected venture capitalist watched me broker an introduction between two companies and they didn't know each other at this conference and, and I introduced them with ease. And so one respected investor pulled me aside and said, that's a kind of power move that you're, you're making. And I said, what are you talking about? I'm just introducing two friends to each other. And he said, you know, have you ever thought about angel investing? Um, you know, when you're introducing two major players to each other and, and 
you know, going to dinner with them and, and talking up their startups to each other and uh, explaining how they might be able to partner as someone who understands the industry herself as a product person, you know, that actually warrants the title of angel investor. And I don't care if you have $5,000 or $10,000, but these two companies are, are slated to do very well. And, um, and maybe you should be along for the ride. And she was. Soraya invested in companies that are household names today, such as Casper, Britain Co., Glam Squad, Gimlet Media, and many more. As a woman, you often need permission to be able to do things that I've noticed my good male friends don't need. I, I've known men who, before they ever even wrote a check into a startup, or even before they ever started a company, would call themselves entrepreneurs or angel investors. It took me another six years and over 20 companies that I invested in to ever even publicly say online or to friends that I was an angel investor. Soraya took a step back and did a self-audit of her portfolio. It was after going through this process when she learned that she had what it takes to become a venture capitalist. And so her walk, literally and figuratively, towards founding Trailmix Ventures began. We went on a long walk through the woods, through winding roads and ended up back at a house that my partners had Airbnb'd out for the week. Between the conversations and the quiet moments, a partnership was born. She had already had a lot of success in the past with, you know, at this point, dozens of startups that have since grown on to be household names. That's Will Nathan, one of Soraya's partners at Trailmix. And I was very interested in supporting her wherever I could, and the conversation evolved to becoming a partner with her in, in Tromix and really figuring out how to take on these big picture themes of more than profit uh, and how that worked into our generation's next big companies. Along with Marina Hadjipateras, the three partners decided what kind of fun they wanted to create. I think my partners and I wanted to create a trail mix, an empathetic venture capital experience, investing in purpose-driven startups, for founders with whom we'd want to take a hike in the woods with. If investment was a sport, they wanted to be coaches who would still be there for their team, even if it had lost every game that season. As for players they were going to invest in? We wanted to back people that we felt like not only had soul and had the potential for uh, true vision, but also we wanted to back people who could listen and could be taught, right? By our past experiences, but even more importantly, by the shareholders in our fund. One of the many brands that Trailmix Ventures is proud to have under its belt is The Wing. It's a network of co-working and community spaces designed for women. Founders Audrey Gelman and Lauren Kassan believe that women in solidarity can create new opportunities, conversations, and ideas that will help women advance professionally and socially. Now I just get to be uh, a fan and a founding member of the wing and somebody who works there and, um, and watching that trajectory and watch that idea form from a convenient place for women to stop a respite during the day into this beautiful brand where women are aspiring to spend their time to network with other like-minded women is pretty darn cool. Soraya has been an ally and mentor to entrepreneurs who work relentlessly for a better future. She has used her pedigree as an entrepreneur and investor to find and nurture creators, professionals, and people with a bold vision to do something incredible. From Parsley Health, a startup that takes a holistic approach to healthcare by looking into a patient's history, lifestyle, and genetics, to Henry the Dentist, 
a state-of-the-art mobile dental clinic that serves local companies, and TinyHood, an on-demand service for expert and personalized parenting advice, the list of startups Trailmix has invested in continues to grow. And the reason why these purpose-driven and social impact companies have earned the recognition and support they have? I think it's because we're investing on the theses. And that thesis is that people want to feel good. And people are recognizing that capital for capital's sake isn't the end game for everyone. And that caregiving is a big part of our future reality. When you invest along theme and you invest with purpose in companies that you think are actually, you know, doing something kind of great, then consumers will vote with their dollars and they'll vote for those companies over competitors who lack integrity, authenticity, and soul. The team at Trailmix is changing lives through the founders and companies they invest in. And Soraya believes that everyone has the power to create a community that aligns with their purpose. If being a social entrepreneur is of interest to your audience and there isn't a sort of way to congregate people who are also interested in businesses that have triple bottom lines, start that. Start it, write to me, write to hi at trailmix.com and tell me that you've started it and I'll send some resources, some books and some goodies your way, if one does not exist where you are. She's also a fan of the cold email, reaching out to your heroes and putting out as many feelers as you can into the world. If you put out enough feelers and you cast a wide enough net, the right people will be attracted to that energy. And right now I'm, I'm speaking specifically to professional energy, but you can apply this to anything in your life. And I really do believe in serendipity. Soraya lives by a quote from the industrial designer Charles Eames. It's one she has framed next to her bed which says, Eventually, comma, everything connects. Hope you enjoyed hearing Soraya's story. You can follow her on Instagram and Twitter. Just look for Soraya Dorabi. To learn more about Trailmix Ventures and the amazing work they do, check out their website trailmix.vc. Hey guys, so thanks for sticking around. So Camille, as you know, you were there. Uh, during our last episode, we launched a new segment called Kindness Memo. Yeah, so it's a segment where we feature one of our listeners who wants to share a story of showing or receiving kindness. Before we get started with this Kindness Memo, can I throw in one of mine real quick? Mm-hmm. This past week, I forgot what day exactly, you gave me this mind-blowingly delicious matcha croissant, <laughs> so thank you. You're welcome. All right, so let's get to it. Hi, I'm Jamie Alexis, from Texas originally, currently in San Francisco. Recently, I founded a new resource to support people facing challenging work situations. We started last year with a pretty simple question. How can we better support and empower people? I was looking around at the number of people I'd seen facing something tough and not having resources, and it struck me as fundamentally inequitable. Work challenges are universal, but resources to navigate them are not. But what if every employee had an accessible advocate to help them navigate their challenges at work? How would that shift how people handle that situation and future ones? How would that change someone's career trajectory and economic opportunity? Empower Work is a new nonprofit that provides free, anonymous, immediate support via text or web chat. Anyone in the U.S. can connect with a trained peer counselor and talk through something they're facing at work. If you're grappling with tricky work situations like toxic work environments, unethical behavior, microaggressions, and many more, 
you can text 510-674-1414 or visit EmpowerWorks website, empowerwork.org, to chat with a peer counselor. Jamie says they've seen some pretty amazing results. 84% of our users have found the conversation helpful and took a direct positive action that resulted in the outcome they desired. So if you think a friend can benefit from this, simply tell them about Empower Work. If you want to pay it forward or would like to use your HR management skills, their team is also looking for peer counselors. Just get in touch with Jamie through jamiealexis at empowerwork.org. That's J-A-I-M-E-A-L-E-X-I-S at empowerwork.org. And finally, if you want to share your own kindness memo, send it to us at contact at hellohuman.com. That's contact at hello, H-U-E-M-A-N dot com. We love hearing from you guys. All right. Catch you guys again on our next episode. And as always, be good to one another.